Welcome to Resilience Unraveled. Hi everybody and welcome to Resilience Unraveled, a podcast that examines all aspects of personal and organisational resilience. A huge all-encompassing subject that covers the ability to thrive in life by harnessing your cognitive, emotional, physiological and contextual abilities. I share stories from people who have thrived despite remarkable obstacles, as well as highly successful practitioners and experts across a range of topics. And this podcast introduces their amazing stories and expertise, as well as my own reflections, perspectives, strategies and tips, which come from my own synthesis of themes and trends from wider learning. You can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and ebooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Space Unraveled. So, let's get started. Enjoy the show. Hi everybody and welcome to a slightly different version of Resilience Unraveled today. No guest, just me thinking about Christmas 2020 and sort of launching yourself into the new world of 2021. So um, sorry if you're expecting another person with a fantastic tale or really brilliant tips from an expert. Just me, I'm afraid. And uh, 2020 has been a bit of a year. I think that's uh, an understatement for a lot of people. Um, we've sort of seen the best and worst of people and in many cases. We've seen tales of heroism and triumph and we've seen some of the um, sort of challenges that can happen with people when we work with them. We've seen, to a greater or lesser extent, a real change in the working environment. For some people who haven't worked at all, for some people who have been working, you know, relentlessly. Uh, there have been people whose complete working days are transformed instead of going to work and working in big area, open planned offices where um, every action was monitored and measured. And suddenly people are working from home. Sometimes they're still being monitored and measured. Sometimes people are just you know, literally coping. In some cases, you know, working from the end of a bed, trying to do customer interactions. And I think what we're discovering is that resilience is ever more important because what we're discovering is that people do weather the storm, they do thrive, they do manage to keep going, but you can't keep going forever. And it's a really important time in, at this time of the year to actually adopt one of two approaches. And the first approach is really all about stopping and rejuvenating. And the second approach is all about um, investing in yourself and really planning forward. And it doesn't mean that you can't mix the two things, but it's sometimes quite useful to separate the two processes. So one of the things to think about is to really stop, to really change what you're doing. Yes, you're going to still potentially be at home. Yes, you're going to have the kids around you, but really stopping you know if you're working from home then pack away your work um, and avoid all those sneaky trips to the um, the addictive sort of email um, source you know make sure if you've got a work mobile phone that it's switched off if you're on holiday and and this idea of well could you just pop in and have a look at your emails you know if you're going to be on holiday you're paid to do your job well and when you're on holiday you're paying being paid to be on holiday so do it well so make sure you have a break um so one of the things you need to think about is when you're having this break it's an opportunity to actually stop and renew maybe do a bit of meditation have some lovely baths get some you know lovely salts into it really really stop 
and but it's also a chance to do things like meditation have a bash at some of some of those things and it's also a chance to sort of think forward and think to yourself actually if you're stuck on a treadmill if you're stuck in a place where you're not really happy this is a period of time where you can stop and start planning in things like free learning courses there's tons and tons and tons of resources now available on the internet um, for you to retrain relearn get new skills and maybe this is the beginning of thinking forward and um, one of the exercises I frequently recommend to people is to go online and have a look at the Wheel of Life. Uh, and this is a, a simple wheel that allows you to think forward into categories like career, relationships, financial resources, happiness. Um, needs, you need to make a difference and all this sort of thing. And it allows you to plot forward and it allows you to um, project a point in the future, for example, and work backwards as well if you want to do it. And it just starts to isolate for you that in different times of your life, in different perspectives with different challenges that are going on, different things will be important to you. And it may well be that at the moment you're prepared to really, really, really work hard because actually it's going to get you something, somewhere you want to, want to get to. But also you may be coming to a different part of your life where you're really working hard and a relentless job and you think to yourself, do I really want to keep doing this? Is it actually getting me where I want to go or is it just keeping me busy and just, you know, am I doing it for money? In which case, if you're doing it for money, what you need to think about is that idea of, well, can I do it slicker and quicker so I can do it faster and therefore it's less of a, you know, less of a challenge for me. I mean, lots of people love their job and the chance to renew, of course, is just that refreshing idea. And, and stopping and thinking and being mindful about you do, mindfully eating, you know, really concentrating on living the moment, moment by moment. If you've got kids, really playing, really engaging with them, really making it special, you know, really zuzzing up this sort of Christmas, Christmas period if you can. You don't have to have a lot of money. You know, you can do uh, meetings on Zoom or on Teams or wherever it might be with family or FaceTime. You can play games, free quizzes and all sorts of stuff online. Um, and of course, you can actually do things with your family, FaceTime face i mean who'd have thought i mean going out for a walk jumping in and out of puddles you know so i doubt there's going to be any snow this year sadly but just that thing about mindfully engaging with where you are recognizing that you need time for yourself time for your yourself as a, a married couple or a partnership or a couple of significant others you know whoever that might be but also recognizing that sort of thing about the family as well and the extended family so you know, being able to, you know, spend dedicated time for each of those different categories is really important. And um, one of the things to think about is um, to really start to look at your immune system, because anyone's immune system will be compromised this year. And on our sites, we've got uh, handy guides that allow you to download a free guide to improving your immune system. But just thinking and replotting the amount of vitamins, macrobiotics, nutrients that are going into your body that really help you manage melatonin to get a better night's sleep, to manage, um, you know, vitamin D so you can begin to really, you know, improve the fabric of your body is really important. It's also one of those things where immunity can be helped by changing a work environment, making sure if you are working from, from home, you've got the ability to stand and move around when you're working, that you're not sort of stuck in a static place, that actually you've got the ability to manage the blue light on your screen, so you're not staring at a screen all day, drying your eyes out, giving yourself headache and eye strain and, and that feeling of relentless tiredness. So, you know, refreshing and looking at your work environment, making sure you've got a great chair that allows you to sit without getting endless back pains. But key is to be able to move around while you're working. So having a, um, you know, maybe the cordless headphones so you're able to move around and and actually um, wave your arms around and just 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 not be rooted to a chair, rooted to a screen. 
So again, the idea of uh, immunity, you know, thinking forward, what, what is actually making me slightly less healthy than I need to be? My diet, my exercise regime, you know, am I getting out about enough? Am I planning my working days so I actually stop every lunchtime? We often have good routines in the mornings to get us ready and we often have good routines in the evenings to get us to bed, but we don't always have a good midday routine. So have a think about that. You know, Again, am I eating mindfully? Am I enjoying everything and eating appropriately? But also am I pumping the things into my body that really help my immunity? Because it was a storm this year that we've weathered, but the new normal rolling forward looks like it's going to be um, a very cho- set, set of choppy seas. So for example, you've got... Um, periods of time where you're going to be um, working from home, you're going to be locked down, you're going to be released. There's going to be a lot of ambiguity this year. And so starting to think really imp- uh, really along those lines is, is important. You know, how am I getting my work environment? How am I getting my family life to deal with challenges at schools if you've got kids? Challenges in shopping. You know, am I using online resources or if I love shopping, am I actually going out when I get the chance? One of the other things, of course, that's really important is to 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 realise how much our mental state is driven by the narrative that we have. If we see um, 2021 as a terrible time um, and if we're dreading 2021, we're going to get the year we are sort of dreading. So thinking, looking forward, planning excitement, planning events. I mean, if they have to change, they have to change. It's one of those things. But it's now possible to change things, whereas in the past, of course, changing anything was always a bit of a nightmare. So start to book things in. I myself and my wife and I have just sort of sorted out holidays uh, for the next couple of years. We're planning a big trip in 2022 because it's a significant year for us. Um, and that's really great. It just gives you that idea to start planning things in. And, and the process of planning is as exciting as the process of, process of going. And I never used to be a planner. And I just realised the dopamine benefits from planning, thinking, recasting, rescheduling, finding out more information. Getting yourself into a sort of future-ready state is really important. And that's everything from the family issues, from parties, from, you know, um, ex- um, you know maybe families or things which are ha- hanging out through the air, birthday celebrations. Really plan forward and really think about them in a different way. Remembering that the narrative in your head is everything could be horrible next year, in which case it probably will, or actually everything's going to be what it is next year. And it's our decision to decide whether this is going to be a good or bad thing. And I think one of the final things to do is to really get this idea of the cortisol, that sort of steroid hormone out of our bodies as much as possible. So do things which basically dump cortisol out of your system. There might be quite a lot. So for example, make sure that you've done a lot of dancing, a lot of jumping, a lot of singing, a lot of shouting, which is why if you can do it indoors or outdoors with family or not, whatever it is, it's really important for you. If you've got a gym routine that you do in a gym, bring it home and do it at home as much as you possibly can. Consider you know, couch to 5k if you're that way inclined. And that's a great way to get rid of lots of cortisol. Think about... Um, um, singing, that's a really, really positive thing. Think about learning a second language. It's really good for your mental state. And also consider your um, diet of media and social media over the next couple of years. We get a a surge of dopamine every time we see something, you know, see that someone's liked us, for example, on Facebook or an Instagram hit or whatever it is. But that stuff's not healthy for us. What it is is that it's making us more addicted to ever more um, uh, requirements for dopamine, which, of course, 
it's not good for us, but it's brilliant for Facebook and Instagram and all those organizations, LinkedIn, because they, they thrive and they sell advertising on the basis of you being addicted to things. So it's about maybe regaining a sort of healthy sense of perspective about social media. It's about pulling yourself away from it. It's about being more skilled in the way that you look at the news, being more um, more pragmatic in the way about you consider information. You know, um, 85 legitimate scientists think this situation is true and one person you've read a, um, a, an article on on Facebook thinks it's false. And the risk is we end up believing that thing which is false rather than the highly evidenced thing that's true. So, you know, start to be think, start to be more rationally pragmatic about what the information that you see around you because that will help your mental health because a you're taking control and b you're taking more measured decisions and for some people this year has been um it's not been great because actually you've lost someone and people who are going through this you know the famous sort of grief curve have that challenge of going through a curve which is a sort of process and which affects you in different ways. So, for example, you know, you will go through that shock, denial, anger stage, you know, that maybe anger at somebody else or anger at yourself. And you may well become depressed and have a low mood and such like before things retain their measure of equilibrium. And it may well be that um, your loss wasn't this year. It was a few years ago, but there's been echoes of it rumbling down through the years. It may well be that you've lost your job and you're, you know, you're sort of struggling with, with those things again. The big message from me this Christmas is you need to be kind to yourself. You really need to be thinking that you deserve some self-care. You deserve, deserve some time for yourself. You've earned it. And yes, you've got lots of constraints, lots of people around you, lots of um, you know responsibilities and accountabilities in life. But those things are important to get into perspective with your degree of self-care. Never more important was the phrase, you know, you hear on aeroplanes that you put the oxygen mask on yourself before helping others. And in the, particularly in the care of professions, you know, people are suffering extreme burnout because actually they've overcared this year. And and if we've gone through sort of the grief thing ourselves, we've overcared for ourselves and for the people around us. We've, you know, we stayed strong, all that sort of stuff. And we stayed strong because there's been a lot of death and people are affected by that. And we need this period just to stop to be kind to ourselves and then when you're ready to move on to start looking thinking planning forwards and deciding the year you want in front of you and remember that confirmation bias that little mental trick that we have tends to tends to give us the years we want we notice the things in which we believe and so if you're lo you're looking forward and thinking i'm going to have a great year it's going to be a year of opportunity uh, I'm not talking about just being happy clappy about it and skippy and everything's going to be fantastic because, you know, life's not like that. But you, that you're going to have on balance a positive year, that you're going to potentially move careers or retrain or you're going to meet new people or you're going to be luckier than you've been in the past. Then tell yourself that and just start programming your own mind. Build a narrative in your head where instead of ruminating about everything it's wrong, you start planning for things that could be better. So stop take care of yourself, build self-care into it. You've earned it, you deserve it. It would be madness not to take it. I've got my big book of um, big box of books I'm going to read. I've got um, some lovely food I'm going to indulge in. Um, I'm going to do some baking. My wife and I are going to do all sorts of bits and pieces together. We're going to watch some films. We're going to have a period of time where we just do nothing. 
Uh, next week's podcast will be the podcast of the year, my favourite podcast, the one that most people have sort of reacted to. And um, and all I can say now is this very straight, straightforwardly, have the best, best, best Christmas season. And I wish you all the best for 2021. Stay with us and we'll have lots more information on resilience. All the best. Hi, everybody. I hope you found that episode useful and interesting. Feedback is always welcomed, and if you're in the mood to subscribe to us or even leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be amazing. If you want to suggest ideas or even people you would like me to interview, then reach out to us at qedod.com forward slash contact. As I said earlier, you can go to qedod.com forward slash podcast for show notes or follow the links. And you can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and ebooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Unraveled. I look forward to being in your ear next time around. Take care.